This is Sports Talk Chicago here with John Zaglul. Appreciate all of you tuning in. John Meadows is doing all the directing and producing behind the scenes. We're having a great time here with you. Uh, feel free to comment. Let us know what you think. We are live here on YouTube, live on Twitch at Sports Talk Chicago. Follow me all over at John Z Sports and at Sports Talk Chicago. And, hey, hit that subscribe button to the channel so we can give you guys uh, the best Chicago sports and Chicago Bears content. Also, a big shout-out to WJLB, AM 1230, up there on the screen. One of our many radio affiliates. We're going to have some news on some radio affiliates coming in. So great to have them be a partner with us. They air us every Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. So if you're in the Chicagoland area, driving around in your car right after work, go to AM 1230 on the dial. You can check us out and hear this entire program right there on the radio waves. Got one more topic I want to get to. Pretty broad topic. Where do the Bears go from here? Is there a light at the end of the tunnel? Is there anything we should be excited about or looking forward to? Kind of glossed over this a little bit because we've been talking about what the future could hold, how things could go. Let's be real here for a minute. As we sit here today, the Bears are only 0-1. They could theoretically go 16-1. Went out the rest of the way, win the Super Bowl. And maybe we're overreacting to one game, one bad outing, one bad situation. And I fully acknowledge that. I want to say, first and foremost, that it is possible for the Bears to recover from this. It is possible by the end of the year to see this team in the thick of the wild card hunt. I want to preface this entire thing by saying that. I, I It's still possible. But as we sit here today... If things continue on this pace, if Justin Fields continues to perform like this, if the coaching staff just can't get it together, if the offensive line is still tough, if D.J. Moore is still getting only two targets per game, what are they going to do as the season moves forward? More importantly, what will happen come the end of the season? This is controversial, but this is a fact. Whether you like it or not, you might not be ready to hear, but maybe you are because yesterday went so bad. If Justin Fields continues to perform like this, no more Justin Fields at the end of this season. And that's not only me saying it. That's not only me saying it. This was on Twitter, the Bears block. Good block. Somebody said, if you're giving up on Justin after one game, you were never in to begin with. Enough with the overreactions. But yeah, here's what he had to say, and I fully agree with this sentiment, which is why I hearted it on Twitter. It's not a question of giving up on Justin. It's a question of having the worst record in the league with a quarterback in this draft that many believe is generational. If the Bears somehow play like this all year, maybe they do go 3-14 and 14 again. Do you really want to run it back with Justin Fields? Are you really going to sit here and tell me with confidence that he is the guy? He's the guy? Guys, come on. Justin Fields has a lot to do to earn another year. And we said this before the season. Justin Fields has proven everybody, to his credit, that he is a competent NFL quarterback. He's competent. He's not the best. He's not the worst. He's right in the middle, much like Mitch Trubisky. Very similar to Mitch. He's been in tough circumstances, in tough situations, not really had the personnel till this year. It sucks. 
But at the end of the day, if this continues, Justin Fields cannot be the long-term play here for the Bears. And as scary as that sounds and as troubling as that sounds for many Bears fans and many Justin Fields lovers, the fact is that if this continues, they need a new quarterback at end of year. And they need a new coaching staff, a new GM. I think maybe a new GM, but definitely a new head coach and a new OC. This is scary. We are in troubled waters after one game because this is probably the worst things could have gone. I mean, everything that went wrong, in my opinion, just went wrong. Justin Fields didn't show up to play. The offensive line was one of the worst in the entire league. Luke Getze's play calls were absolute trash. (laughs) Absolute trash. And the Packers and Jordan Love outplayed Justin Fields. If this continues, it is fair to say that people should be fired and Justin Fields should lose his job. And that's what we have to be looking forward to as the season moves forward. I'm not rooting for anybody to get fired. I'm not rooting for anybody to be released or or cut, none of that stuff. But deep down, as you watch this season, if things don't go according to plan, it's fair to say that there will be change come the end of this year. And I know, know three, four months away, it was game one, there can be change at the end of this year if this continues. I think it's fair to say, and I think it's a fair expectation to have. That's pretty scary, isn't it? I mean, I'm terrified to say that. That worries me. But you know what? I'm not willing to run it back with this team. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of Chicago teams in general running it back with crap rosters, crap coaching, Crap superstars. I'm so just tired of it. The White Sox kept doing it. The Bulls are still doing it. The Cubs got the memo in 2020 and 2021. Now they're better. Why does everybody run it back when things need to be different? Things need to change. If it's not working, you have to change it. And I don't think I'm being too impatient. I don't think I'm being too unrealistic here. Justin Fields has to know what he's doing at this point. Has to be a little bit better. A little bit better. I'm not saying a lot. I never said he was going to win MVP this year, like some analysts said. I never even said he was going to throw up for 4,000 yards. Didn't even say that. I said better. Maybe 3,500 yards, 20 touchdowns, 10 picks, 1,000 rushing yards. That's it. I'm just asking for incremental progress and somewhat of a better team, and apparently that's too much to ask for. If that's too much to ask for, then everybody needs to go. Everybody needs to go if that's too much to ask for out of Fields and this team. Not just Fields, because it's it's a team effort. The offensive line was horrendous. Horrendous. Play calling. Absolutely horrible. So this is a team effort. If this is how it's going to be, everyone needs to go. Everyone needs to be fired. Ryan Poles will probably survive no matter what because he didn't draft Fields. So Ryan Poles will be, and that's okay, because I thought Ryan Poles, to be honest, he did a really good job this offseason at doing what he could with what he had. He did everything by the book, to his credit. He slashed tons of players when he first walked in the door, tanked, got the top pick, had tons of cap space. He actually did everything right. 
It's not his fault that Justin Fields isn't performing. It's not his fault that Luke Getze is a horrendous offensive coordinator. It is his fault that Matt Eberflus is not doing great because he hired Matt Eberflus, so that could be taken into consideration. But I really think that Poles will survive no matter what. But Fields? <laughs> Fields especially? I don't think so. Eberflus could be in tough water. Getze for sure is on the hot seat now. Turn up the heat. Turn up the heat on Luke Getze. All of them should be in trouble and or gone. Gone. And really, I just feel bad. I feel bad for Bears fans who have to suffer through this. I feel bad for everybody who listened to the fake media hype, including myself. I listen to the fake media hype. I can't believe I bought into it. I'm really a fool for doing it, but it's true. This is a shame, and Bears fans don't deserve this. And that's really what I want to end this message on. Bears fans don't deserve this. They don't deserve this sort of mistreatment from their team. Because that's what it is. It's mistreatment. They try to sell everybody every year on some subpar product, and every year people buy in, and then every year people are disappointed Then we come back thinking something different is going to happen. It is so sad. It's fair to say that if this continues, Matt Eberflus, Luke Getze, and Justin Fields all have to go. I want to make sure I get this right before I say this. But I'm, and the Bears gave Mitch Trubisky one, two, three, four years. The Bears gave Mitch Trubisky four years to get it right. Really three and a half because he came in halfway through. This is Justin Fields' third year. So if we're talking about equality, making sure everything was right, making sure the Bears did everything that they did to, to Mitch Trubisky to Justin Fields, I'll say this. Justin Fields right now is on that same trajectory. The Bears are crossing their T's and dotting their I's to their credit. They know where this may or may not go. They're doing what they did with Mitch. They gave Mitch ample time. It was run out of here. It was over. They bring in Fields. They gave Fields. They're giving Fields ample time. If there is no progress, if there are no results, guys, it's time to move on from him as well as this entire coaching staff. Want to get to your comments before we finish up. Going to be 0-3. <laughs> Maybe. And if they lose to Tampa Bay, watch out for this video next week because that, that's even worse. You lose to Baker Mayfield. Justin Fields loses to Baker Mayfield. Just like he already lost to Jordan Love. Again, think about this as you go about your week. What does that say about the Bears and Justin Fields specifically? We made fun of so many quarterbacks in the past. Oh, Mr. Trubisky lost to this guy. Oh, Rex Grossman lost to this guy. Blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? Justin Fields is losing to some of the worst quarterbacks in football. So how about that? Think about that as this season moves forward. My goodness. And some of you said that Justin Fields did miss DJ Moore a couple of times downfield. I saw one specific play that kind of made the rounds on Twitter. I'm sure there were more. And that's why uh, DJ Moore only had two targets. So that's that, that's even worse. And this is somebody who the Bears brought in for a first-round pick, a first overall pick. 
Bucks 27-17. Wouldn't be surprised. I'm not picking the Bears to win next week. I'll tell you that right now. I don't know what the score is going to be. We'll have it in our preview video later this week, but I'll tell you what, it won't be a Bears win. Wow. Just really, really sad. I want to make sure I thank everybody for hanging out here with us tonight. A big thank you especially to John Meadows for directing and producing, making all this work behind the scenes. If you're just tuning in, or if you've been tuning in, but you haven't hit that subscribe button, please do it, because we have experienced some great growth, and we'd love to have you along here with us for the ride. Subscribe at Sports Talk Chicago. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Hit up our sponsor, Amish Country Farms. And a big thank you to WJOB and Gen TV AM 1230. If you're around in your car in Chicagoland, 5 to 6 p.m. Thursday evenings, check them out because you're going to hear me yelling and screaming about the Bears on their station. And you may hear us on some other stations as well. So we're going to give you news about that. I will end with this comment. It's a quote. Maybe we could do a quote of the day. I want our team to walk into the stadium every week believing they can win football games and not hoping. Well, Brian Poles, I have news for you. I'm always going to be hoping because your team sucks. And things need to change. So long, everyone.